Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Biatch, the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. I think it's probably the most popular episode I've put out yet, which is really cool. Having Shannon on was a great time. Um, I thought it was funny. Like I had a great time doing it too. It was actually my first episode that ever charted on the iTunes Top 200. And I like lost my mind when I saw that. I was so excited. I texted Shannon. I was like, thank you for coming on. I was just, I was blown away by everybody listening, all the support. I know that there were audio issues and I'm sorry. I'm still just using my like $20 microphone off Amazon. The one, the the microphone I'm looking at getting, it's a little over $100. And even though like I save it, save up for it, something always happens. Like I have to bring my cat to the vet and it's like a $300 bill. And I'm like, Okay, well, I guess I'll just uh, just keep using my little my little Amazon one, my little Amazon microphone. But I had so much fun doing it, and I really appreciate you guys with all your feedback. I didn't put it in my story, but it was also one of the first times my podcast in general was trending. I was at um, 120 for the Laguna Biatch podcast, not just the episode, but like the podcast in general. So I'm so excited. Like I can't get over all the support, and it really means so much to me that you take like a half hour out of your week to listen to me talk about the hills and like what else is going on in my life. It means more than you'll ever know and I really really appreciate it. So last episode with Shannon we were talking about like what song would be the soundtrack to your life and I was kind of we drank some champagne so I was feeling myself a little bit and I said can't hold us down by Christina Aguilera. Great song love it to death like but when I'm drinking that's my song no matter what I'm like let's listen to this let's listen to this and everyone's like Kelly this is the third time in a row. I'm like, I know, but it's so good. But I want to change my answer. I'm changing my answer to The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. I think it's really relatable to a lot of different people. So I'm changing it from Can't Hold Us Down to The Middle by Jimmy Eat World, one of the greatest songs of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Like if I was to put it on flopper bop like I've been doing on Wednesday nights, I'll block everyone who calls it a flop. <laughs> But there's a lot of stuff I want to get into today. I did look up the cast of Buck Wild. I don't know. I feel like a lot of us remember the show. It premiered in 2013 and it only went for one season. I'm going to get into all that after we talk about The Hills. So now we're on episode two of season one of The Hills. It's an episode called A Change of Plans. One thing when I was watching it, I'm not sure if the music is the same. There were a couple songs that were like good, but I don't know if it's all the same music because of royalty stuff. I guess I'll find out like as the episodes continue. Because one thing about The Hills and really any show on MTV is that they have great music. Like even if the show sucks, you know that it's going to have a great soundtrack. So it starts off, they're sitting in Heidi's bedroom and her and Lauren are planning an outfit. And Lauren says it's short. And then Heidi quickly says, your short and my short are very different. I don't know. I feel like rewatching this, like they don't really like each other. <laughs> like they're not really that great of friends to one another. And I'm sh- I know there are moments like as the season goes on where they show their their friendship, but they also show like how not compatible they are as friends as well. And I feel like watching the first two episodes of season one, it's like, hell no, they're not going to be friends forever. They have different priorities, different beliefs, and even just that your short and my short are very different. Like, that's kind of a jab at Lauren. So Lauren tells Heidi that she was scolded because of the um, incident at the Young Hollywood party. And Heidi's like, oh, that's weird. Like, it wasn't 
a big deal. And Lauren's like, yeah, I can't do that again. And Heidi's like, okay, whatever. So these scenes go by like really fast. Like, like there's no real conversation. It's just over. Because now we're at the fashion closet and we're having a moment with Whitney and Lauren. And I think all Whitney was supposed to do the first two seasons was ask Lauren how she was doing, how her weekend was. Like she wasn't supposed to really be anything more than that. And of course, Whitney asks about the party And Whitney said no one said anything to her yet about letting Heidi in. And we find out that Lisa has yet to speak about it to Lauren. Like she hasn't brought it up. She hasn't been asked to talk to Lauren or Lauren hasn't been asked to talk to Lisa. And all that Whitney says is that she's kind of scary. Whitney has like the way she pronounces certain words is so interesting. (laughs) Like when she says, say if she was to say interesting, she'd be like interesting. Like she makes her G's like her G's are really, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's different the way she pronounces words. Hopefully you guys have noticed that too and I'm not like crazy. I get it. I have an accent as well. Like everyone has accents. But the way she pronounces words, I'm like, dude. So now we're at the basketball court and we're with Jordan and Brian. And I've realized that between like Laguna and the Hills, MTV loves basketball scenes for the boys. It's very One Tree Hill of them. I'm not upset about it. I mean, loved One Tree Hill. Season 2 of Laguna, Jason and Talon are at the... um basketball court a lot and now we're having a Jordan and Brian bro moment and it's kind of funny because I always thought Jordan was like really sweet and him and Heidi were really sweet but they were just as toxic (laughs) as Spencer and Heidi because apparently Jordan and Heidi are both really jealous and they always get mad at each other and fight and again that could be age it's like an age thing because Heidi's what 19 and Jordan I think was like 22 or something like that but it's just like oh okay so so it is unhealthy it wasn't like as cute as I thought it was but Jordan and Heidi they made up and of course they make a um, sex joke because that's what bros do and then Brian says something that I didn't remember until like this moment until watching it back so it's going to be an audio clip it might be a little loud I don't want to hurt your poor little ears I'm giving you the heads up now did you ever ask Heidi if you could have a threesome with Lauren (laughs) I hadn't gotten to that yet. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta ask these types of questions. You're in, you're in Hollywood now, Jordan. This isn't North Carolina. <laughs> I feel like they really tried to make Brian happen, too. They tried to make him be, like, the funny, cool guy who tries to be an actor. And it just didn't work. I will say I like 2019 Brian a million times better than like 2006 Brian. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like he was always trying to make jokes and all this stuff. And it was just like, dude, stop. You're not. That's not you. But I said like when Brian did the live with us, he was so cool. And maybe he was just trying to show off for the cameras. I can't say I really blame him. All right. Now we're back at Team Vogue headquarters. Okay. No more basketball. Blaine comes in and tells Lauren that Lisa wants to see her. And I kind of like Blaine. I like Blaine because I can tell that he does not like these girls. (laughs) I feel like he's like annoyed by them all the time. But he brings Lauren to Lisa's office and Lauren takes a seat. And then Lisa stands up and shuts the door. That's how you know it's serious. If they shut the door, you're in trouble. Lisa takes a seat back and she looks at Lauren. She goes, I heard your friends were drunk and they had a fight. And Lauren just keeps saying like she's not sure how she gets in. And again... If this was a real life situation, Lauren would likely be fired. Lisa was probably like, I want her gone. And MTV's like, no, no, no. (laughs) This is good exposure for Team Vogue. You don't want her gone. But we find out that Lisa doesn't approve of any substance abuse, whether it's alcohol or drugs. And she tells Lauren to behave because Lisa's going to New York and she's kind of like, shit, like, what is Lauren going to do while I'm gone? Lauren apologizes, goes back to the fashion closet 
And then Whitney asks what happened, and Lauren just quickly says, she's like, I didn't throw you under the bus, which I give I give Lauren credit for. But then again, Lauren did ask Whitney to do it, so it would be kind of shitty if she was like, oh, no, Whitney let them in. Now we have a poolside Heidi, and she calls Audrina, who's working at Coyote. I think I said it right, Coyote. But it's funny because she calls her, like, on the work phone, on her work phone. She's like, what are you doing? Working. <laughs> And Audrina lets her know she works every day from nine to six. And like Audrina's so boring. She's so pretty, but she's so boring. I feel like that's most of the Hills cast. Like I will say if if Spencer didn't show up, the show would be extremely boring. But Heidi invites Audrina to a new nightclub called LAX. And it seems like Heidi wants to set her up with Brian. She's kind of like, Brian's going to come. He's a really cool guy. And she asks Audrina if she likes Brian. And Audrina's like, he's fine. (laughs) Audrina has zero personality until Justin Bobby shows up and like completely mind fucks her. But after they all decide they're going to LAX, they skip the line at the club. And this is who we wanted to be. This is who MTV wants you to be. You know, you're you're living in Los Angeles. You're trying to be an actor. You get to skip the line at nightclubs. You're working for Teen Vogue, like whatever it is, like. These were the cool people. These were the people that MTV thought we wanted to be and we thought we wanted to be. Honestly, hell yeah, I would want to skip club lines. Honestly, hell yeah, I would want to skip the line to the club. I used to go to this club called Club Hell. I think I've talked about it a little bit, but it was an 18 plus club and I ended up meeting like a couple of the guys who would run ladies night, which I think was Saturday night. Ladies got in for free. So I always got to skip the line. But again, it was at a place in Providence, Rhode Island called Club Hell. So it's not like a really nice club. But we watch Brian and Audrina and they're like, quote unquote, flirting. They're not really flirting. He's trying to spit game and Audrina's just not interested. At this point, I don't know if Justin Bobby was in her life. I'm pretty sure he was. And Heidi is chatting with Brent Bolthouse. We see her talking with him and Jordan just kind of is staring at her because, again, he's jealous. She sits down and the first thing he says is, is he single? And then Brian's like, how do you feel? She got some guy's business card. And Jordan's like, whatever. But Heidi, like, explains who he is. And he's a big club promoter. He owns a couple clubs. And basically her thing, she's like, you know, if I get this job, then I get to get us in all the parties. And again, I feel like that's a jab at Lauren because Lauren doesn't want to like sneak them into parties. But if Heidi gets this job, then she can sneak them in, not even sneak them, just bring them to all the parties. And Lauren's just like looking at her like, oh, fuck. But again, I don't know if that was shade towards Lauren. I just kind of took it as shade towards Lauren. I want to know what you guys actually think about that. So Lauren ends up asking Heidi when they're leaving and Heidi says two. She's like, so you're going to stay till close? And Heidi's like, yeah. And she goes, we have we have class early. And it's like a voiceover. You can tell that MTV was like, wait, we need to throw that in there. We're going to bring you into the soundstage. You're going to record that. And we're going to throw it in when you can't see your mouth. But anyway, Lauren ends up leaving and the scene's over. So the next morning, Lauren wakes up and she wakes Heidi up for school. And Heidi's already planning on ditching her classes, like when they get to school. It's just a really quick scene of like Lauren finding her seat and and that's really it honestly it's a quick scene to let us know Heidi's not into it Lauren's very into being a student and Heidi's just not here for it after Lauren finds her seat in class we go to Brian and Jordan's apartment and it just looks like it smells like there's a shot of a bunch of clothes on the ground sneakers everywhere a rogue empty Mountain Dew bottle you know it smells like stale beer and Axe body spray that's exactly what that apartment smelled like but it starts off with a very hungover Brian And he says he can't go out every night like he has been. Like he's so sick of going out every single night. But he wants to go out again with Heidi and Audrina, not Lauren. 
or I'm sure Lauren will be there, but he he specifically says he wants to hang out with Audrina. And then Jordan's like, well, Heidi's the best wing woman. She can just hype you up to anybody. And Brian's like, yeah, I love Heidi for that reason. That's not how he talks, but that's how he talks. So Heidi calls Audrina and asks if she likes Brian, which I thought was the last phone call, but it wasn't. I'm sorry I got my phone calls confused. And she just says, I don't know. Audrina's like, I don't know if I like him, which means no. <laughs> like I said, I think during this part in her life, Justin Bobby was there. I think he was involved, and I think Audrina was just about that. And we are going to talk about Audrina's new man, or like rumored new man, so get ready for that. But Lauren ends up meeting Heidi after class, and Heidi says she didn't even finish her first day. She thought art class was stupid, and she didn't want to go. She couldn't find the classroom, and she's like, what's the point of going if I'm going to be this so late? And again, Lauren's like, you can't just not go to class. And Heidi's like, bitch, watch me not go to class. <laughs> it's just, like, awkward because I feel like Lauren, like I said, has this idea that they moved to L.A. to go to school and to be on this reality show. And Heidi is not following those rules. And Lauren's, like, pissed about it. I definitely don't think it's fair, but I feel like if I was – Kind of kind of like she's the star of the show. Lauren's the star of the show, star of the hills. And I feel like I would also want people to kind of like follow suit. And like if we had this big plan of going to L.A. together and going to school together, I would be pretty annoyed that they're not interested in any of that. They're just interested in the party. But anyway, Jordan and Heidi go on a date. And of course, there are sex jokes about Heidi wearing him out. And I don't remember all these sex jokes. Like I said, I haven't like really rewatched the hills until right now. I have not, I've watched like random episodes here and there when I did the Friday Night Lives, but not like, not really watching. And I feel like I really remember like season two and three way more than season one. But Heidi wants to quit school. She says school isn't for everybody. And Jordan's like, yeah, I'm not in school. Look at me. It's like, Jordan, what do you do? And I'm actually pretty sure that he was supposed to be on another MTV reality show. Actually, I know he was. I just don't know if it was happening just before the hills or just after the hills. I'm guessing that's how they all met because like Talon lived in L.A. and Frankie Delgado was his roommate and Frankie was supposed to be on some MTV show. I forget what it was called, like live all night. It wasn't called that. I don't really remember. It was about nightclubs, though. And then Jordan and Brian were supposed to be on a prank show, not punked, a different prank show that never got picked up. But it kind of makes sense if they were all hanging out in the same group of people. Again, I think that's how Krista met Brody. I think that's how Spencer came along for Heidi. I think they all just partied together. But anyway, not sure what Jordan did all day. <laughs> not sure how he got his paycheck. Now he's an artist and he has really cool art. You should definitely check it out. But back in 2006, 2007... Jordan, we don't know what the fuck you did. But he tells Heidi to just quit. So back at the apartments... Lauren and Heidi are trying to figure out an outfit for Heidi's interview with Brent Bolthouse. And she tells Lauren that she isn't going to go to school if she gets this job. Heidi says if she gets the job, she's dropping out because it's everything that she wants in life. Like, this is what she's going to school for. So it wouldn't make sense to continue to go to school if she already had her dream job. She's to like, life's about taking risks and chances and Lauren just stays quiet. You can tell she's not super supportive, which is shitty to a point. I definitely think Lauren was really unsupportive of Heidi's, all of her decisions, pretty much. I get the Spencer one, which we'll get into season two. But I think the two of them were just really different and they just had different ideas on what life was going to be. Until Lauren, again, you're supposed to go to school, you're supposed to go to college, get your degree. 
And to Heidi, it's like, no, if I get this job, then it's my dream job. Why would I continue to go to school when I hate school anyway? She keeps saying, Heidi keeps saying that this is a once in a lifetime thing. And Lauren kind of gets it. She like nods her head and she's like, well, if you think it's once in a lifetime. And Heidi's like, it is once in a lifetime. I feel like the episodes go by so quick because there's not a ton of dialogue between everybody. It's just kind of like, yeah, no, okay, I'm going to quit school. Don't quit school. It's very repetitive dialogue. Obviously, as the seasons progress, production kind of knows what they're doing better. And even the cast members know what to say, know what to do. So it does get way more interesting. But we're back in the fashion closet and Whitney asks how Lauren's been. <laughs> like, All Whitney's supposed to do is just, Lauren, how are you? What's, what's going on? Are you doing well? And Lauren is talking about Heidi and how Heidi has an interview. And she talks about how Heidi is too honest. Because during an interview, you're supposed to lie. You have to make your flaws positive. So Lauren's example is like, I hate not finishing something. So I'll work as hard as I can to make sure my project's done. Totally agree. I hate interviews, though. I'm not good at them. I'm also not great at like cover letters. But I do think I'm better in person than I am on paper. I'll always say that. But interviews are stressful. And I feel like if someone asked what my like my flaw was, I'd be like, I'm bad at math. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everybody says that anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'd say. But it does make sense. You're supposed to make your flaws positive. So, But it does make sense that you're supposed to make your flaws more positive. But she said how Heidi would just be honest and Heidi would be like, I don't I don't like finishing things. Again, bringing up school. So she's kind of talking shit about Heidi to Whitney. We all, we all talk shit about our friends here and there. It's okay. We all do it. We're all guilty of it. Just not usually filmed. Especially to like your work wife. I feel like Callie knows so much about my friends back home. And I know so much about like her friends back home. It's just what you do with your work wife. You gotta do something to make the time fly by, right? So Heidi's in her interview and she says she's nervous. She openly admits it to Brent. And she we find out she would be his second assistant because of how busy he is. He needs a second assistant. It just kind of goes back and forth. And Heidi's like, I want to do this. This is my dream job. And I would think I would be the best one for you like the best candidate and while I'm watching this I'm like is Brent Bolthouse hot like am I now attracted to Brent I've never been attracted to Brent until this moment he looks like he looks like a lost member of that band the click five I don't know if you guys remember that band what they sing just the girl she's just the girl I'm looking for the click five they're from Boston yeah he looks like a lost member of them and he's kind of hot I'm kind of into Brent <laughs> and I don't know what I, how I feel about that his little like weird mushroom haircut it's hot <laughs> but she gets the job Heidi gets the job she calls Lauren and Lauren's so unsupportive Lauren literally hangs up on her Heidi's like I got the job and then she goes I've never went to school I never did anything I'm only 19 and I have my dream job and she says how she is salary she says how she has a lunch break and Lauren goes oh a real lunch break like really rude Heidi's excited do do I think Heidi should have dropped out of school no but she also had MTV well I guess season one they didn't have MTV money but MTV money was coming her way and if she went to school or not like it literally didn't matter although it does matter because her and Spencer spent like all their money but now I think Spencer says they made like $120,000 one month selling crystals what the fuck guys come on I I'm not like a crystal person but I'm pretty sure crystals need to be like cut a certain way and blessed if they're supposed to like give you the healing power and I I don't know if they have their their crystals blessed but Lauren straight up hangs up on Heidi she's like okay whatever like Heidi is done with school 
we came here to do this together and it's not going to happen. And she just kind of rolls her eyes and Whitney's like, what? And Lauren's like, she got the job. And that's it. Heidi kept talking. And then she's like, Lauren, Lauren, and realizes Lauren hung up on her. And that is a shitty feeling. Like, I get why people think that Lauren was a really bad friend at times, because that's a bad friend move. Even if you don't support your friend in something, if they're like really excited, try and be excited, even if you don't understand it. So that's my advice for the week. Even if you don't completely understand why your friend's doing something, try to understand it and try and be happy for them. So I think I did better with this second episode than I did the first episode, like breaking it down. Bear with me. It might take me like a few episodes to kind of get into the swing of things because I don't know as much about the hills as I know about Laguna. The cast is not as like open with me. And I feel like the cast has also like bashed the show so hard before the reboot. I don't know. It, it, it's such like a love hate with the hills for me. But let's talk about Audrina's new man, Josh Henderson. I almost said Hutchinson. I'm like, no, she's not dating the guy from Hunger Games. Josh Henderson, I feel like, has been trying to be famous since like 2007, since the Hills, this probably since like this first season. Him and Lauren did date for a short amount of time. You guys probably remember him because he was in the Ashley Simpson show. They broke up probably like second or third episode. And then we got a few good songs on her album, Undiscover. Undiscoverable? Is that what her album was called? Undiscoverable? I can't really remember. I'm doing my best. I'm sorry. <laughs> But they broke up. He broke up with her because he didn't want to be involved with reality TV. And then, like, after I posted that Audrina and Josh are maybe probably dating and he's probably maybe going to be on the hills, a bunch of people, and by a bunch, I mean, like, four people, DM'd me to tell me that they've hooked up with Josh. I thought that was kind of funny. And then, allegedly, he does cocaine, allegedly. Party drug. He's into the party drug scene, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly don't want to get sued by Jim Bunny or Josh. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was like, oh, okay. Well, he's always been a little thirsty. And now I don't know if his show is still on. He was on that Dallas reboot for a long time. He reminds me of Jesse Metcalf a lot. But Jesse Metcalf has been like in things. He's way more recognizable. And of course, he was in John Tucker. So people know him from that. But Josh Hutcherson, nope. But Josh Henderson just never like clicked. He never made it work with his gelled hair and blue eyes in man lights guy lights not man lights. I guess you could call it man lights but guy lights is what I was going for and I also heard that Cody Simpson has apparently been approached to join the hills I just I don't get it Brandon and Misha were actually good additions like I was fine with them they were fine Caitlin was obviously with Brody at the time so like understandable but like you're expecting me to believe that Cody Simpson hangs out with them as well I just, I don't see that. I don't believe it. And it's unnecessary. I don't think they need to add to the cast at all, unless it's like Brandon's girlfriend or Misha's boyfriend, something like that. But I don't think they need to add like young Hollywood. And I get why they're trying to get Cody on because now he's dating Miley, who of course dated Caitlyn. And it would cause like a whole series of events. But I don't know. I'm just not here for it. I'm assuming um, Brody's little girlfriend, Josie, will be hanging out on the hills as well. And I have to say, she looks really young. And I will say, I think 22 and 36 is like a pretty big age gap, no matter how mature the girl is. I think that's like a, a big ass age gap. But I'm assuming we'll see her. I'm guessing Caitlyn will still be on it. These are all just guesses. I haven't heard anything. I'm pretty sure they're filming, but I haven't like heard anything. 
from anybody. Somebody did ask for an update on my rom-com life. Me and Tim didn't speak for probably two weeks. And then last week, or maybe it was just one week, but last week we started talking a little bit more. Him and Brooke are officially together now, which is fine. I'm okay with it. My voice like cracks. It's fine. I promise I'm okay. No, I'm honestly, I'm okay with it. And I don't like how it went down. I do feel like I was a little used which I'm not cool with. But then the universe today decided to do something funny. His cubicle is being moved right near mine, like literally a cube behind me. So can't wait for that. Like it's going to be so much fun. So that's where I'm at with my rom-com life. Right now, the guy who I was pining after for a few months is now dating someone else. But I'm kind of, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hang on to that. I recently joined Bumble again, so let's see how long that sticks. Probably, like, two days, like it did last time. I just have trouble with that. Like, I don't like just judging people on their looks in a bio. It doesn't go well for me either, so I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else before I get into the buck wild. (laughs) Before I talk about buck wild. I did put up a, so it's Monday. I did put up a little bit of a story, and people wanted my opinion on the Wow and Angelina drama that's going on. If you don't know, Jersey Shore reunion, Jenny's dating a guy named Zach who's 24 years old, so they call him 24. And I have to say that, like, he came in guns blazing, wanted to talk about Angelina's sex life. And Jenny's like, well, you put it out there. And I don't agree with that. I feel like Angelina knows who she has to be on the show. Angelina is exactly who Angelina needs to be. She stirs the pot. She does what she wants. And again, that's just who she is. Like, Snooki can't really do that anymore. She has three kids. Jenny sucks now. Jenny's like my least favorite, and she used to be my favorite. We have Dina, who's super chill now, like not a little blast in the glass. And then Polly and Vinny aren't going to cause trouble in. Ronnie, Ronnie's like a whole nother beast, but it's his trouble's not like fun trouble. It's like real life trouble. In this season right now, Mike's in prison. I know he's out now, but when they were filming, he was. So I do think that he came in really hot, guns blazing, and Angelina, I almost said Audrina, and Angelina was like, I'm not cool with this. I don't want to talk about this. And Jenny was like, you need to chill out. You need to calm down, like all rude to her. I don't know. Rub me the wrong way. And then, yeah, Angelina was dancing up on 24 a little bit. But I don't know. I think Jenny should have went home like she was passed out drunk. And I just saw on TMZ today that Zach and Jenny are back together. So I don't know. I think Jenny, (laughs) I think Jenny should be single. Angelina should probably be single too. I don't think she has any business getting married. But this is all just what we see on the show. But it does seem like JWoww's really upset with how everything went. But I would listen to Angelina like, She felt uncomfortable, and at one point, she did look, like, directly in the camera, and to me, I think she was kind of like, I got it on camera. Like, this is good, because, like, he made me uncomfortable. It's on camera. I don't know, and and again, that's, like, a shitty thing to do as well, but it seems like Jenny is only mad at Angelina when she should be mad at 24 as well, because I think 24 is completely using her for followers. What do they say? On the challenge, Polly will be like, they're fucking you for followers. Like he said that a few times. And I think that's what Zach's doing with Wow. Except Zach's not likable. Neither is Wow anymore. So I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think the only other thing I was really asked. Because a lot of people are excited about Buckwild. Excited to talk about it. And I'm excited to talk about it. Because I actually really miss the show. Even though it was only on for like 10 episodes. But somebody asked me about like taking a mental health day type thing uh, from work they're like you know when when you've had too much work when you're not feeling it anymore 
I am 110% here for mental health days. I think they're really important. I think it's important to give yourself a break if you really need one. And just like hang out at home, unplug, do your best not to be on your phone. Just kind of like watch a movie you like or go for a walk outside. I don't do that. I don't like nature. It's pretty, but I don't like to be in it. But I'm 110% for mental health days. I think everybody needs them. Everyone should take them. Even when I was in like high school, I have really bad anxiety. And my mom, not a lot, like I wouldn't take a lot of mental health days. But if I was having a really tough morning, my mom would be like, just stay home, relax, and we'll do your homework tomorrow, like whatever it was. But now we're going to talk about Buck Wild. And the only way you can describe Buck Wild is think of Laguna Beach meets Jersey Shore, except placed in West Virginia. That is it. You have it. And it's funny. I don't really remember like anything about the show. <laughs> like I remember I really liked it. I remember they had an episode where they made a potato gun and like shot potatoes into the air. I don't know. I was like, hell yeah, I want to try that. But it was a group of friends that had a house in West Virginia. They were renting a house. And I mean, <laughs> it, it was nine of them. And this thing that I'm reading off of, it says they were hilarious hicks of 2013's Buck Wild. And their Southern ways were like fun, but also really drama filled. It was wild. The series only lasted one season. And they said that. So this is what people said happened. Like, the cast didn't want to go on with the series because of, um, unfortunately, Shane passed away. They called him Shane Candy Gandy. He passed away in 2013 due to carbon monoxide poisoning. But I don't know. I feel like they stopped it because of um, Salwa. She got arrested for heroin trafficking. And I feel like that's what really, like, stopped the show. The show was like, okay, we can't have someone who's trafficking heroin on TV, so we're going to end this now. Like, it wasn't fun anymore. Like, this is real life. But um, Shane, unfortunately, like I said, he passed away in April. And what they think happened was he was off-roading and he was with his friend and they got stuck in the mud and fell asleep. Like, they they just decided to sleep because they couldn't get out of the mud. But they left the car running and the mud clogged the exhaust pipe. So, so sad because Shane was like... Shane was so much fun on the show. I remember like thinking he had such a good personality, not just for TV, just like in general, like he seemed like someone I'd want to hang out with. But I'm going to go through cast member to cast member. And like I said, I don't remember a ton about this show. Like I remember I watched it. I remember the potato gun scene. I remember learning what a holler was where you stand at the top of a hill and it's like a little valley that these people lived in and they'd holler back and forth. I remember a lot of four-wheelers. I remember Tyler got in a fight with someone's ex-boyfriend. And it was like a real fight. Like, there was blood. It wasn't like... It wasn't a fake fight. It was a real-ass fight. So let's start with Shay. Shay Bradley. The spicy Southern Belle is what she went as. They're all in their, like, later 20s now. And what I found, everything is pretty much from, like, 2017. So I don't know if you guys remember. Back in 2013, her ex-boyfriend... Jesse J, who I think is the one Tyler fought, tried to sell a sex tape with Shay in it. And Shay said she was offered $50,000 cash and a year supply of cigarettes for her to sign off. But she declined the she declined that offer, which is probably a good idea for her. And according to um, to Shay's Facebook, she's a registered nurse. She works in Charleston, West Virginia, and she has a boyfriend. That's really all I got. I didn't see if she was married or anything. There's just a picture with a guy. And one person she hooked up with was Joey. 
She used to hook up with Joey. I remember those two were together and I was like, Shay is beautiful and Joey is not. What's happening? And then there's Anna. Anna was the one who I believe had the house. Like she was the main person. I think Sawa was supposed to be the main person. Then like it just kind of I feel like she did a lot of the narration and then just kind of fell off. Similar to a lot of the cast members. She was arrested in November of 2013 for an aggravated DUI. She's still active on Instagram. She shares pictures of her personal life. She's an aunt. And there's not much about her career or relationship, but that's about all I got. <laughs> and I also feel like, again, they canceled the show because, I mean, Shay had a sex tape come out and Anna got a DUI in 2013 and Shane passed away and Salwa got in trouble for heroin. Like there was just a lot of stuff that piled up. So I feel like that had something to do with it. And if you want to follow her on Instagram, it's just at am davis underscore so now we're on to joey and joey mulche <laughs> i can't pronounce his last name it's joey m-u-l-c-a-h-y but he went by justin beaver because that's the southern way to say justin beaver i was reading something and they were like he's one of the heartthrobs i'm like hell no he was not a heartthrob but i guess he was if you were into like that look i was all about tyler who we'll get to but he hasn't updated his facebook account since 2015 <laughs> and he at that time he worked at a uh, Charleston restaurant but again in 2013 Joey was arrested for totaling his car in a DUI like he didn't report the incident or anything so again it's like all these bad things like they're all getting DUIs and all this stuff so it's like MTV's like we don't want to support this Yet they continue to support Teen Mom and all that, but we're not going to get into that, I guess. Now we're on Ashley, the tomboy. Ashley was like a little fighter. That's what I feel like Ashley was. Ashley Witt. In 2016, Ashley, in 2016, Ashley was in jail for 30 days for a DWI. She was arrested in May of 2017 when she was stopped by police in Greenville. She hasn't been active on social media. Her Facebook's active, and she works at a Courtyard Marriott in Charleston. That's all I got for you. That's what it was, again, 2017. Like, it was hard for me to find any super updated stuff on them. And I just remember she used to, like, frighten me a little bit. I was like, oh, Ashley will beat my ass. Like, there's no doubt about it. Ashley will beat me up. Now we're on to Cara Parrish. Cara Parrish. Cara? I guess it just depends on how you say it. She was known as the firecracker and she is actually killing it. I'm actually really happy to say that because Kara, I think, lit, she, I'm pretty sure she had the um, bedroom that was in the closet. I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure her and Tyler hooked up, but I could be wrong because I don't remember a ton. I on These episodes are on MTV.com, so I suggest we all watch it and talk about it. But Kara works for Harley Davidson. She's an award-winning market. She owns an award-winning marketing agency. Upon her public works, a 2017 article in the Huffington Post states, at age 28, she leads a team of 10 to help startups, personal brands, and even Fortune 500 experience rapid growth. And this is from uwmpost.com. That's where I'm getting a lot of this information. She's apparently been in a serious relationship since 2013 and you can keep up with her on Instagram. Her handle is Cara, C-A-R-A, F-N, yep, F-N Parish, P-A-R-R-I-S-H, if you want to check that out. Apparently, she has, I'm reading her about me right now. She has the first automated podcast interview matching tool. Ooh, I should probably message her and be like, do you want to come on the podcast and talk about Buckwild? She'll be like, absolutely not. 
<laughs> that is not what I want to do. I don't know if you guys remember Katie. Katie came in. I feel like she came in very quickly. I don't really remember her, but I'm pretty sure her and Tyler dated, hooked up. I don't know. But she's a marketing coordinator at Herbalife. She's a former au pair. Au pair? A-U pair? <laughs> You're going to realize how dumb I am. Au pair? But she does, she's not active on Instagram or Twitter. So there's nothing really to follow with her. Now we're on Tyler Bullet. Tyler B-O-U-L-E-T, known as the pretty boy. There's not like a ton about him either. I found his Instagram, and if you just type in Tyler Bolette, you'll find it. He lives in South Carolina, and he's maybe works at a car dealership. Again, these people, there's not a ton of information other than like arrest records, <laughs> which is sad to say. But other than the girls, I'd say the guys are kind of like off the map, but a couple of the girls you can follow on social. And now we're going to get to Salwa. And I felt like she was like the narrator of the show, even if she wasn't in all the drama. And I'm going to read this whole thing, so so buckle up and get ready. Sawa faced numerous legal problems following Buckwild. She was arrested for having oxycodone in her purse and heroin in a shed on the property she resided in. She was arrested for the felony charges of possession with intent to deliver. She was rearrested about a month later when her drug tested positive for oxycodone and morphine. She was released from jail to attend court-ordered inpatient rehab for opiates, then returned to jail. After pleading guilty, she was sentenced in 2014 to five years in prison. However, it doesn't seem like she served all five years. She may have served like two. But at one point, her Twitter bio read, I've been through it all. College, rehab, jails, prison, buckwild on TV. Didn't get through this. Didn't just get through the storm, but learned how to dance in that shit. Everybody matters. I did find Sawa's Facebook and it looks like she hasn't posted since 2018. So she's definitely out of jail, maybe living in Miami and had a baby at or like on February 14th, 2018, she posted that she was having a baby and she's in a relationship. <laughs> I'm like going through it right now as I'm doing this podcast. She's still in a relationship with the father of her child. So yeah, that's where the Buckwild cast, that's where they've been. That's what they've been up to. I hope that this was informative for you. And I hope that my Josh Henderson information was kind of like fun for you because I didn't expect so many followers to have hooked up with him. So that's exciting. I'm guessing we're going to see him on the hills. Like he, he really, he just, that's all he's got left, I think. But I hope you guys have an awesome week. Thank you so, so much for listening. As I say every week, I really appreciate it more than you know. Make sure you rate and subscribe. Leave a comment if you want. I am working on audio. That's a promise. And I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in.